Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Today's episode is called How to Harness Health, Wealth, and Wellness with the How Gal, Kelly Johnner Byrne. Eager beginnings with zero connections and with very limited business acumen, Kelly excelled at her first sales job and ended up as its number one producer in less than six months. Achieving the top spot in every organization, she has been employed, eventually pointed her and her internal compass in the direction of forming her own business entity, Kelly Enterprises International, over 23 years ago. She is a dynamic speaker, entrepreneur, and international businesswoman who is a recognized expert on leveraging your network to grow your business. Her trademark quote, leverage your leverage, I love that, to grow connections. I love that it's not in the quote, but I'm saying I love that. Leverage Your Leverage to Grow Connections has been taught across the country. She is known for inspiring leaders across the nation to be their best selves and up-level their lives. And she is a thought leader in explaining the how of getting your business moving forward faster. As the CEO of Kelly Enterprises International, she is a collaborative influencer with a let's work together attitude. That is so true of Kelly. Her speaking career has landed her on diverse and varied stages around the globe. Kelly has acquired and implemented myriad business skills and solutions for herself and now promotes and shares that plethora of her how with others. She has built her international sales and marketing organization in health and wellness for more than 14 years, and she's established double-digit growth amassing more than 1,000 customers in three countries. Crowned Mrs. Minnesota in 2001, Kelly utilized her skills to raise more than a million for charities. Amazing. She is the founder of the Cancer Benefit Fund and served as their chair from 1998 through 2005. Her inspiration to start the organization stemmed from the passing of her father's best friend after a second battle of cancer. Her spirit was rekindled to rejoin the board actively in support in honor of her mother's successful and ongoing battle with breast cancer. She is the author of Volunteer for Life, Achieving Your Personal and Professional Goals, and One Great Idea Can Revolutionize Your Business. Kelly has been married to her husband, John, a renowned chef who she met on a cruise, or as they call it, their love boat adventure, and together they have two children, and they live in Woodbury, Minnesota. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Hey, Rachel. I'm so glad to be here. It's just so much fun. And thanks for asking me to be on your show. Oh, gosh, you're welcome. I love connecting with you. And you just bring so much experience, knowledge, passion, and purpose to everything you do. And so it's really an honor to be here with you and to know you. (laughs) Thanks so much. It's, uh, It's fun. I can't, yeah. uh, I can't wait to hear what we, what we're going to talk about today. I mean, our conversations have, have been so much fun <laughs> in the past and uh, they've gone in so many different directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a few different things I want to talk about with you today. So um, that will be awesome. And I've been just this happy customer of you and your wellness business for almost four years. And I, I really want to talk about this kind of 
the toxins in our environment with you, because I know you have a lot of experience in that and um, you see, you know, transformation in people's families and in their homes when we introduce, um, you know, toxin-free um, consumer products and consumer goods. And so let's talk about that a little bit. How did you, you know, I guess start kind of with your story. How did you become so passionate about wellness? And, um, you know, I know you've been a fitness instructor, but, you know, and then now really bringing toxin-free um, household goods and consumer goods to, to the masses. Well, it's, it's um, you know, it's been really a long journey. I, I grew up, my dad was um, into health and fitness, um, you know, the, uh, the interesting thing is I, I grew up, my dad was a smoker, but he quit uh, cold turkey when he was 52. Uh, he had to, he had a, a triple bypass. He's almost 82 years old now. Oh, wow. But what's really interesting about that is, you know, he's product of the 50s kind of a deal. Um, yeah. It was very common. You know, lots of our parents smoked growing up. Um, but what was interesting is my dad uh, was in commercial construction his whole life. And when he would um, eat his lunch, he always held the sandwich in the baggie. I, I thought it was so funny. And, and he just <laughs> let anybody, you know, drink out of his um, water bottle. And he wasn't a germaphobe or anything like that. But he just knew that, you know, he just knew that the chemicals that were used around construction, all of that couldn't be all that good. Mm -hmm. um, my mom, you know, we only had a couple of things in our house to clean with growing up. And, um, you know, there was not a lot of heavy chemicals uh, used in our house. But what was interesting about that is I think my dad helped me develop my, my love for um, fitness. He was working out in the, um, you know, the Jack LaLanne days. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was really interesting. I became a fitness instructor um, at age 17. I, I went through, I'm 51 now. I went through every certification program that there was back in the day, was a fitness mm -hmm. competitor, did the whole thing, um, you know, and really didn't think, um, I didn't really think a lot about toxic stuff because, you know, it wasn't flashing at us in the news. Oh, right. Um, like it is now today. And, you know, there are so many studies that have been done. And there was a, a recent study by the European Community Respiratory Health Survey um, that attracted a big population over the course of 20 years. And, you know, the moral of the story is uh, damage is cumulative over time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, uh, the liquid cleaners are just as dangerous as sprays and cleaning your home is just as harmful as being, um, an occupational cleaner, if not more so. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, what really happened was about 14, a little over 14 years ago. Um, I was 36, 37 years old. And I just noticed that, um, I, my rosacea, I developed rosacea at about 29 Mm -hmm. Um, it, for those that don't know what it is, it's, you know, it's, uh, your sin, it's systemic, you know, and your skin is very sensitive and you look like you got your cheeks slapped in my mm -hmm. case, that's what it looked like. And I, um, you know, my rosacea was not getting better. And at the time I worked, uh, I was still in the corporate world and still running my own business. Um, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit being continuously kindled. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was working uh, in the in the corporate world uh, for a major hotel company and traveling all the time, all over the world. And what was crazy is when I would come home from a trip, about two days later or a day later, my face would be like bright, crazy red. And sometimes if I was, you know, on an extended trip staying at hotels, um, you know, longer, it would, you know, it would surface then. And 
you know, from a woman to a woman, my goodness, nobody wants to wake up with a, you know, bright red face and be patchy and, you know, rough looking. It's, that just means putting a little more makeup on. Well, that wasn't a solution. That's not a long-term solution. So I figured it out, you know, hotels use massive amounts of bleach when they're washing their clothes and folks really don't understand that what you put on your, you know, on your hair, on your skin, what you breathe in, what you wash your clothes with, you're absorbing that. Think mm-hmm. about it. Everybody sweats when they sleep and they drool. And when your face is laying on that pillowcase that was washed in, you know, tide or cheer or cling free, you know, the cling free, the downy, the bounce, all that stuff, yeah. you're absorbing that. You know, people think that, oh, my laundry, it smells so good. Well, just what are those chemicals? Yeah, I know. I used to really like love the smell of the detergent I had been using for years and years. Yeah. But then when I started using the detergent, um, you know, it's it's light. It's not like a toxic smelling fragrance, but it's natural. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's interesting because um, I I use products now that are are, um, you know, scented by essential oils and non-toxic ingredients. And, and I have for 14 years. And so what happened for me is, um, I came home from a trip and my face wasn't red. And I noticed it was because I had, you know, I thought, you know, I'm going to bring my own pillowcase because I just had kind mm. of the heebie-jeebie, wow. you know, yeah. sleeping on another pillowcase. And my pillowcases were washed in my own eco-friendly, healthy detergent. And, you know, that was, uh, that was really, um, a big catalyst. And the interesting thing was, is I was using, um, I, you know, I was using an eco-friendly, uh, cleanser and a toner at, you know, at that time as well. And I didn't actually use the, um, hotel washcloths on my face. Um, I pretty much, I I had like a little, uh, a little ultrasonic scrubby kind of a guy, you know, and I had, I had traveled. I brought that with me. It was just a little travel size thing. And it, and so I, I don't know, I had an aha moment where it was like, you know what? I didn't really touch any of the, um, the cloth and the fabrics and things that were not my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stopped using, um, you know, dry cleaning, uh, toxic dry cleaning stuff long time ago because I would put something on and I, I'd breathe in and I felt like sneezy or itchy or just um, chest heavy. You know, I didn't, I don't have asthma yeah. or anything like that, but it was just the allergy that that uh, wheezy kind of a feeling. So when I came back from that trip and I, um, I had used, um, I did not have my prescription with me. I was using a, at the time a prescription called Metro cream, which I know works for some people and, you know, to each their own. But for me, I'm, I'm not interested in that anymore. It's, you know, long-term, that's not a great, that's not a great solution for anybody. Yeah. Uh, all you have to do is read the product, um, you know, that particular product pamphlet and, you'll know that that's not good as a long-term solution. So I was using a simple lotion that is a signature product of, uh, you know, the consumer goods company that I, that I work with. And um, that was all I used. And I noticed that my, my skin was clear. And uh, so, you know, when I got home, I, uh, anything that was left in my, in my home that um, had a, you know, a, uh, a warning, danger, lethal skull and crossbones, uh, something. If there was anything left in my house, which was very few, very few little items at that point, we bailed it. And this oh, was, yeah. this was the kicker. So I, I 
switched stores, basically became a customer of a, of an eco-friendly company, switched stores and set my cheer tide, cling free, downy bounce, pine salt, whatever it was I was using in my house in the box next to the garbage. And the garbage man put a big pink sticker on it and said, toxic waste. Yeah. That's yes. all I, I, I mean, crazy. that's yeah. all I needed to know. And so I, um, I never went back to, um, you know, another uh, grocery store type brand product. Um, yeah. again, that was 14 years ago. Cool. I got, I got rid of my, uh, you know, I got rid of my seasonal allergy meds. If I, if I ever have a, you know, a little bit of that seasonal allergy flare up, it's usually because the allergy season is so crazy high or I've traveled and didn't bring my own pillowcases or oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, wow. it's amazing. So for my little boy, I had my little boy, um, you know, I, I started shopping uh, differently in 2004. I had my son in 2006. And so he was born into an eco-friendly um, home. And we've not suffered allergies, asthma, yeah. eczema, itchy skin. And by utilizing, um, you know, better, safer products, I I never dealt with any, not even a diaper rash. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, I'm so grateful for having met you. It's been like five years ago and I started using these products too. Um, what prompted me is one day I was just dumping some, you know, toxic cleaner down the drain. And I was like, I'm thinking this can't be good. I was just like, this just is not a good thing. And so I just was like, I wonder if there's something else I could be using. And then I met you and was introduced to um, these products and just totally, um, did the same thing, dump, get rid of everything in my house. I had to pack it all up and drive it, you know, 20 miles away to the toxic dump in another County. And, <laughs> um, the, you know, it has just really transformed, um, my house, you know, we're, we're pretty healthy and I love that we don't have allergies, asthma. We've never dealt with skin conditions in our kids. Our kids don't have dry skin, all of that. And I know it's because of what we're using in our house and I, I also find it fascinating that I think a lot of people don't realize that um, those household chemicals and stuff are one of the primary contributors to, um, you know, asthma and allergies and all that. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Well, what's funny is, um, you know, I remember growing up um, and my mom was the one who cleaned the toilet. You know, she was the she was the person, you know, you could go in there and scrub out the bowl, whatever kind of a thing. But she was the one we used to use Hylix. We had Hylix bleach and uh, boy, that's dating me, but that was, kept in, that was kept in the basement. It was, you know, where the, where the laundry was. And um, you know, that got, that got used very infrequently because it, it was so toxic that it used to ruin fabric. You know, if you got a splash of bleach on a pair of jeans, you were mortified uh, because they were no longer blue jeans. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's amazing because, you know, even if you, all you have to do is Google bleach you know, can I use bleach and Lysol together? Um, no, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, a rule to never mix bleach with anything but plain water. But at our house, why would we even have bleach in, in our house? There's just no reason um, to have it in your house. And anybody says that, oh, we need it for, you know, to kill mold or, you know, in our shower or this or that. Yeah, no. It's just being led on by big corporations. And, and I'm not against big corporations, but I, I have a problem with using something that is a known, that is a known killer and so dangerous that if you splash it in your eye, you'll be blind. Yeah. Or so dangerous that if you were to ingest it, 
um, you know, it would, it would cer be certain death. I, I have a problem yeah. with that. I think that that is, um, that's just, it's crazy. And in our competitive world, you know, I think it's funny that when you read the back of a, um, you know, a Febreze label or some of the labels that says, do not inhale. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a spray. I'm thinking yeah. to myself, how long, how many days can I hold my breath? Yeah. Oh, you know, I used to use the, the typical window cleaner that you get at the store. And, um, after being using, uh, these more natural non-toxic products, I, you know, for a couple of years when I was walking out of a gas station that they were cleaning the window with this, the toxic version of the window cleaner. And I was like, I just like, couldn't believe the smell. And I was like, that just is terrible. Like now I'm so aware of when things are really chemically, you know, chemically, I don't know if that's a word, but you know, toxic and, um, it just is not a good thing. <laughs> I had a very interesting experience just lately. Um, because, you know, we use air fresheners in our home, mm -hmm. but they are non-toxic. Um, it's an essential oil, uh, based, uh, you know, product and, it's non-toxic. And mm -hmm. I recently went to go pick up my son, um, who was visiting a friend and, um, they, you know, we have hockey players and, um, hockey players are stinky. <laughs> <laughs> and when I walked in the door, there was, uh, the, the Glade plugins. And I'm just like, wow, mm -hmm. wow. Was that, um, you know, was, was that strong? I actually, yeah. When I left there, my eyes were watering. I probably was only there maybe five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, and they're so strong. Like they don't need to permeate the whole, you know, every inch of the air. <laughs> oh, and, and it does. It, yeah. It, it does. It's just, um, you know, it's just crazy how much, um, you know, how that, uh, how it has an effect on us. Yeah. You just have to wonder, you know, like I, I wonder sometimes that, um, you go to someone's house and, you know, they, they keep it very clean and they pride themselves on a, on a clean house. And gosh, I, my, my, uh, my heart really, uh, is, is there because I pride myself on a clean house too. However, um, you know, general day-to-day -day stuff, <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. mess. No? <laughs> you go to someone's house and you can smell clean, clean, clean. It's pretty, um, amazing. I know it was years ago, Kelly Preston did a video, um, and it, it went, you know, video viral. This is long time ago now. This is probably, oh my gosh, I bet it's more than 10 years ago. But she, um, she and her famous husband, you know, John Travolta, were very uh, worried about um, the toxins they were using in, in her home. And she uh, really came out full guns um, a blaring because their son, Jet, um, at the time was uh, diagnosed with Kawasaki disease. And they believed um, you know, I, I don't know if it was proven or not, so don't quote me on that, but they believe that it had a lot to do with, um, the chemicals in the, in the house. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, I know from my own experience, one of my very dear friends who is a nurse, uh, her son was 11 months old, diagnosed with severe asthma. And she is a nurse. I mean, very skilled, highly skilled, very skilled at taking care of this child. And, you know, they were nebbing him. Uh, using the nebulizer machine four or five, six times a day. Mm -hmm. And we connected back in 2005 and she went um, eco-friendly. And that little boy, um, it, it was literally just a very short period of time, was using that nebulizer only when he would get a cold or when, you know, there, there was an illness. 
Oh, that's wonderful. I literally watched that child go from, um, you know, a little, uh, having the little fishy mask, the little, uh, cute little masks that they try to make them look like Mm -hmm. over the nose to, uh, to being, um, you know, virtually nebulizer free. And, uh, you know, she was a clean freak. She was a clean freak, kept everything clean, clean. They got rid of the carpet. They didn't have the window treatments. They put in a hospital grade HEPA filtration system in their home. Oh, wow. They, they were doing everything they could to keep him healthy. Um, but a big deal was changing out that laundry detergent, sleeping, yeah. washed in, you know, bleach and Tide and, you know, whatnot. And um, that dishwasher, you yeah. know, cascade that's coming out and blowing out, you know, whatever gases it is in the dry drying zone. Yeah. You just have to wonder. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's as a consumer, as a consumer, you can't just trust everything that you, you know, that you purchase. I think you no. can't go through life blindly. We, we research, um, you know, everything on Amazon and we research, you know, the death out of, uh, you know, what's the best vacation spot and, and what's this and that and the other thing, but we don't put any effort, I think sometimes in what it is that we're using day to day. Because I just think we, we just trust that everything is, you know, happy, healthy, great. Yeah. Interesting. And, and we have this idea of like this intense clean, the, you know, using this toxic clean is a good thing, but it's, it's, you know, it's poison. They don't give us Mr. Yuck stickers and all of that. You can't ingest it. What I like about um, the company you're with is, I mean, the cleaning products, they don't even have childproof caps. Like if a kid no. were to drink it, nothing would happen. They might you know, their tummy might hurt or something, but right, maybe not even that, but <laughs> it's, um, it's amazing because, um, you know, in the, the, in the years that the uh, company has been in business, they've never had a, um, you know, they've never had a uh, child or a pet or a, an adult that has had a, um, you know, a, um, they've not had a death. <laughs> oh yeah. I, yeah. I think it's uh, amazing awesome. when you, um, when you look at these companies, you know, and now today, my goodness, Tide Pods. Yeah. I mean, wow. They do look like candy. They're pretty. (laughs) Yeah. They're pretty, you know. But we can clean without being toxic, you know. Yeah. We can, I mean, and there are many companies out there that offer solutions. Yeah. That are non-toxic. I just, I, you know, I, I found, I found a home and I'm not, I'm not going anywhere because in 14 years I've had you know, just terrific results and, and very, 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 very happy about that. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing that um, as we make products uh, smellier, and, and what I mean by smellier is that, you know, that draw you in smell, like chai, tea, vanilla, something or another. What yeah. are you making the, the sense with? That's, the, that's oh, yeah. the issue that I, you know, that I have. Yeah. When you and re- I know, you know, other countries are doing such a good job with protecting and making sure things are safe, but the U.S. is not, you know, and, and a lot of companies aren't taking responsibility for that. You know, I'll work through uh, some stores and I'm like, do I feel good about shopping at a store that's selling this stuff to people? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I think, like I said, consumers we have so much education about so many things, but yet some of the things that are just so uh, in our house every single day, we don't, um, we don't even think uh, a thing about. 
Yeah. You know? it, when you look at a label of something that's an aerosol or a, or a, um, a, a spray and, you know, it says do not inhale. I don't even know how you could, how you could throw that into, uh, into the air. Yeah, I know. We, so we need to take a moment here for a commercial, but we will have more with Kelly Johnerburn when we return. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back. You are listening to Rev with Rachel. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but you can call me Rachel. Today I am speaking with Kelly Johnner Byrne. She's an author, a business coach. She uh, represents an amazing wellness company. She's just multi-talented, and I'm so happy to be here with her today. We were just talking about, uh, you know, reducing toxins in the house, and um, that's such an important thing. Um, and, and in all areas of our lives, you know, our bodies can detox for us naturally, our liver, our kidneys do that. But, you know, if we're just overdoing it with all the toxin, you know, toxic cleaners and um, consumer goods, you know, that's not a good thing. And um, our bodies can heal and we can increase our vibration when we become less toxic. So, um, yeah, Kelly and I could go on and on about that all day, but Kelly, I want you to talk a little bit about, um, you know, in business and in your coaching and things like that, you've just got some, um, great wisdom to share. Can you just share, share something with us? You know, it's, it's funny. I, um, I don't know who said it, but uh, so I can't give credit to the, to the, uh, the person that said it, but if, when you find something that you're passionate about, and, and you do it, you'll never work a day in your life. You know, I came out of the travel industry. Um, when I went to college, I, I wanted to, um, you know, I'm, I'm from Minnesota and I thought it would be so cool to, uh, to work for 3M in Paris. I was taking French in school and I thought it would be awesome to be able to travel. And, and you know, I, I wanted to, um, I was always interested in health and fitness, uh, you know, being an aerobics instructor for, I don't even know, 20 some years. And, uh, you know, health and fitness coach and uh, trainer, um, which, which was very, very, uh, you know, just a, a wonderful, um, a wonderful thing to have had some health and wellness and fitness knowledge. It's just been a lifelong, um, wonderful thing. I'm so happy that I, I went down that road. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, um, I ended up in the travel industry, um, was still, uh, you know, doing some business coaching, had, uh, had had the chance to speak for a major um, organization back in my 20s. I, I got to speak at a diversity job fair. I was a speaker for the NAACP. Um, the conference organizer uh, reached out to me to talk on the diversity job fair stage, and and that launched the um, you know the speaking career. And I think that prepared me as well um, to speak about intelligently about health and wellness topics. And by growing um, a speaking business and by growing a sales department within the corporate world, I was running in these two lanes. Something that I've done um, is I've really tried to stay in my lane. 
mm-hmm. know, Rachel, I mean, we, we all have, like you, you have many interests, right? Right. Yeah. We, it's so very easy for us to look at, oh, shiny object, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, I've really wanted to, um, to stay in my lane. So I, I was good in sales because I was good at uh, building relationships. That's where the leverage came. You I know, love that phrase, leverage your leverage. That's yeah, you know, it's When people really um, enjoy you or they, you know, we do business with people we know, like, and trust. When they enjoy you and they, they feel that you've got good information and you have, a, you know, the, the heart that you want to serve people, it just all gels together. So I was able to take the interest that I had. I, I got to travel to, I don't know, 25 or 30 countries, um, you know, just through my, uh, through my corporate uh, career and uh, take some of that, that speaking ability and the sales ability and, and roll it all into, um, you know, into a little, a nice, neat little box. So I still stay in my lane. I stay in the health and wellness area. That's something that I've, that I've done my whole life since I was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been interested in health and fitness and believe you me, when you have a baby at age 40 and you are married to a chef, (laughs) you need all the health and wellness background you got to get back into, get back into into the groove, you know? Um, But over the years, it's, uh, just really um, developing that relationship base has served me in the lanes that I've chosen to, to play in. I've worked with uh, networking groups. Um, I, I actually served as the leader of, of one for um, a couple of years. That was, that was awesome. And um, you know, I've, I've had the ability to uh, take some of that sales skill and relationship building um, and developing my nonprofit, the Cancer Benefit Fund, um, started in 98. I served as the uh, chair um, and the, obviously the, uh, the founder, and mm-hmm. that still goes today, and it's raised over a million dollars. That's awesome, Kelly, to, to be able to do something so beautiful like that. It's crazy when you think about it. You know, it was somebody has to start something, and we all start somewhere. So being my, my overnight success you know, all of that beautiful success that I, that I've had the the chance to really enjoy. I am an overnight success, 25 years in the making. (laughs) So nobody sees the, uh, you know, the background stuff that happens. It's, Mm -hmm. and you know, one thing, if I was going to tell anybody a business tip that is actually, it's a wellness tip is persevere. You know, it's, I think perseverance and just looking at what you want long-term will really add to, you know, to peace, to uh, a bit of harmony, uh, a bit of um, relax, chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, boy, I've, I've, had to, I've had to have a lot of do-overs. Um, I, uh, I, have, I have had to learn to embrace uh, loss. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that. I, um, you know, you mentioned, uh, obviously in my bio, I'm a, I'm a former Mrs. Minnesota and I'm so very proud of that. It was Mrs. Minnesota in 2001. I did it for the money for my charity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, my whole mantra was one person can make a difference. And it was, uh, my book. I, I wrote a book while I was Mrs. Minnesota over about a two weekend sort of thing. Cool. And, um, got it published from start to finish. It was five months. Mm, and, nice. um, and, uh, you know, sold that book. It was called Volunteer for Life. But it took me, no joke, it took me literally 
five times to get to be Mrs. Minnesota. So I, I was in two different programs. I was straddling two different programs. I was Mrs. Minnesota International. And I, um, you know, I had the uh, first time I, I did a program, I didn't even make the top 10. So I thought, my goodness, better start and do this more intelligently. Learned a few things, did some self-reflection, uh, worked a little bit harder on myself and, uh, you know, gave it, a, gave it another try and ended up making the top 10. I was still annoyed with myself because I had higher expectations of myself, entered again, ended up as, um, uh, you know, in top 10 and entered again and was third runner up with a broken arm. Oh. And I was, I was, I broke my arm loading my snowmobile in my trailer oh. six weeks before the program. So yeah, there you, there, that's what we would call grace, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, talk about perseverance. My yeah, God. perseverance. And my husband gotta love my hubby. He is, He's from Ireland. He is just an absolute joy of my life. <laughs> he uh, said, you know, well, imagine if you, you know, had two good arms, being the wise guy that he is, you know, <laughs> so imagine if you didn't have a broken arm, how you could have ended up. And so I was so annoyed, but <laughs> I was annoyed with his comment, but I really, I really looked at why did I want to do it? I wanted to do it because I wanted to finish what I set out to do. I wanted to have a larger voice because, you know, quite honestly, who isn't interested in, you know, oh, she was Mrs. Minnesota. It's just one of those little things that gives you a little bit more visibility. And that's what I needed. I needed more visibility to reach out to more people to um, support the cause that I had. And that was volunteerism. Yeah. And during that time, um, you know, everything, life is a process, right? During that time, my husband, um, I was talking about volunteerism and just jamming, you know, jamming that, um, that mantra on. And he um, had become a uh, firefighter. It was a longtime goal of his since he was a little boy. He's a, a chef, so he became a firefighter uh, in our town. And he just retired after oh. seven and a half years. Oh, so that's awesome. Yep. He, he rose to the, uh, uh, to the rank of captain. He ran, the, he ran a station here. And um, had I not gone down that volunteer road, that's part of wellness. You know, mm-hmm. community wellness, family wellness that give back wellness. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he would never have done that. I don't know. You know, we will, we will never know, but I'm glad that we won't know because he did. And it was wonderful. Yeah. And, um, on that last try, I just worked harder on myself and I competed with my myself to be the best me I could be the best speaker. I could be the best communicator I could be. And, um, wow. it worked out, it worked out. And, you know, I, it was interesting because I was Mrs. Minnesota in 2001 and that was when September 11th happened. Oh, I'll I'll never forget that as long as, uh, you know, it'll be forever burned in my mind. Yeah. The, um, the very, very cool thing was, is I was able to speak for over 35 nonprofits that year talking about the value of one person can make a difference. So I think there is some divine timing. Yeah. Oh, you've done so many beautiful things. Oh my gosh. Well, it's fun. Life is fun. And I, I you know, I'm only 51. I, 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 I'm looking at my parents. My dad's almost 82. My mom's going to be 80 this year. And uh, we've got, you know, longevity is, is pretty good. So I, I'm thinking I got 30 more years to, to go and, you know, jump at the brass ring. And Yeah. You've still got a lot of amazing things to bring to the world. I'm excited. I want to take as many people with me as possible. And I think that, um, you know, the, all the pillars of, of health and wellness, you've, yeah. you've got to have some resources, financial resources. So I, I get to 
help people with that, with the how gal, with my business coaching. Um, and that's fun. And, uh, I get to, uh, I get to uh, help people uh, network because I love to be a connector and Mm -hmm. I get to help people um, make their homes uh, healthier and safer and, um, you know, live healthier, healthier lives. And there are some people that will choose that they want to work with me. And I welcome that Mm -hmm. uh, because everybody's on a different journey. Yeah. You're making such a difference for so many people, Kelly. And I love how you you're saying, I get to do this. I get to do that. I remember in my own personal healing journey, I went from, you know, should I operated so much from what I should do to thinking I was all free and clear from that to realizing I was then it was like this, I have to. And I had all this have to. And a good friend of mine reframed it for me. She said, start thinking about it as I get to. And I was like, all right. I'm doing that. And so it's so cool to hear that you get, you get that, that get to thing. I think that when you look at whatever your career path is, whatever your vocation is, you know, I think we all in life have a vocation and an avocation and whatever your vocation is, whether that is being a a full-time parent, um, maybe you're a full-time parent to your own parents, you know, I mean, as we're in the sandwich generation as well, whatever that vocation is, looking at, I get to do it. And if it's not what you really want to be doing, you may not be able to change it in just a minute, but I think you need to work towards it because I'm pretty sure you only get to go around this uh, life one time. Yeah. And um, it goes by so fast. I can't believe running the, running the dogs this morning, we had a beautiful, you know, beautiful, uh, uh, sunny, snowy day. And I, I just, I, I can't believe that um, I'm 51 years old already. How did that happen? Mm. You know, my yeah. son is 11. How did that happen? You know, yeah. it was yesterday. Um, I could pick him up now. Oh my goodness. He's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> but I get, yeah. to, I get to do that too. And so I, uh, wow. I think my, yeah. you know, I thank my lucky stars every day. I'm, I'm really blessed. I'm, you know, I, I'm so blessed with all of the friendships and the relationships that I have been able to leverage because of that leverage, you know, just really helping to serve, serve people. Yeah, that is so true of you. And I want to share one story I heard you share about yourself once, if you don't mind, but I think it just illustrates like you don't let anyone tell you, you can't do something or to not like if, when you set your mind to something, you do it. And, um, it had something to do with you. Someone had told you that you couldn't sing Mm. and then you won Mrs. Minnesota and you sang. I I did. I, um, I did not have to sing in order to, to, uh, become Mrs. Minnesota. That was not part of the deal, but I, um, yeah, I had, uh, I had aspirations. I, I really enjoyed singing. My mother um, paid for me to do vocal lessons when I was in high school. And I, I studied with a uh, woman from the Minnesota Opera who was incredible. And um, I definitely didn't have opera as my talent. Um, but uh, I became a, a, a very good singer and more so a really good performer. And I think that that comes from having confidence in yourself getting rid of, because this is a, this is a, uh, really a symbol of, of, uh, illness is when you beat yourself up, you know, you, you make yourself kind of anxious or sick because you have thrown so much self doubt on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, worry, banishing yourself with worry. I mean, we've all done it. I do it. I'm not perfect. I mean, I worry about stuff that I cannot control, but it's continuously finding triggers and reminders that you can in fact, 
um, get rid of the, the worry, but the, the singing piece, um, yeah, it, it, it's paid for a, a lot of stuff and I've had the, the ability to, um, you know, sing for a lot of charity events. They didn't have to pay me, um, you know, hire talent to come in. I volunteered my time. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. and, and that, that's just really, really fun. But yeah, I've had the opportunity to sing for major uh, sports organizations and sang for, uh, you know, crowds of over 60,000 and, uh, oh my goodness, you know, small oh, wow. town, girl, small town girl from South St. Paul would have never thought that, um, that I could do that, but I've, I've used that talent more to, uh, to benefit lots of others than I have for my own profit, but it's just been something that, um, you know, it's something that I'm really proud that I'm able to do. And when somebody asks, I'm, I'm able to, uh, to serve and sometimes I'm able to get paid and that's a beautiful thing too. Yeah. Oh, wow. I learn more and more about you every time I talk to you. <laughs> that's the part of That's the part where you get to leverage, right? Yes. <laughs> And I love you. <laughs> oh, it's awesome, Rachel. I mean, awesome hugs, Kelly. It's it's uh, it's just been a, a long friendship, and um, you know, when you find good people, some, something else that I would share with listeners is when you find good people that you know are not just you know they're not just uh, good because they they can do something for you, but you know that they're just good from the inside out. Try to keep yourself around those. Um, you know, someone once said too, that you're the sum total of the, the few people that you, you hang around with. Yeah. I think it's even more than you're the sum total than the five or six people you hang around with, because I think it's, I think it's more so you're the sum total of maybe the 10 people that you spend the most time with, because we all work in silos, right? We've got our kids, um, and all of those, you know, kid activities. And then we've yeah. got our our business or our, you know, our vocation and the people that we hang around with there. And, and then we've got our family, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that sort of thing too. So there, and then there's, you know, all of the outside, maybe you do some volunteer work. There's, there's all these different silos of people. Yeah. Or at our church, just everywhere we have, we influence and we're affected by people and everywhere we go really. Right. And, you know, we're really affected by social media. So it's something um, that I have changed that, um, has been difficult. I get up in the morning and I like to, um, you know, grab my coffee and grab an email and grab something inspirational and, or, uh, you know, do a devotional or something in the morning, even, even just for a few minutes, get your head screwed on straight. But mm-hmm. I've stopped reading the Facebook feed. I love Facebook. You know, what, what's not to love? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, That's fun. I can tell you that if you start your day with that, you're putting your day in the hands of the feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how you can be looking at something you read and that takes you to something else. And then, yeah. Yeah. I think that if you want to direct your, you know, direct your day and your steps, start out with something really inspirational, um, you know, with a, a devotional or, or something to get your day, um, you know, the right foundation for the day and save the, uh, save the other stuff for, for later. Yeah. I, I had, haven't heard of anybody that died yet that, that didn't read Facebook first. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, I know you're full of tips and wisdom for our listeners. I would love them for them to connect with you. Um, what would be the best way for them to do that? 
easy way to find me. I mean, you can, you can find me on all those social media haunts because <laughs> I'm old school. You'll find me best on Facebook or LinkedIn. You can look, uh, you can, you know, peruse, uh, Facebook and you can like the page, the how gal it's H O W G A L the how gal, or just Google my name, uh, Kelly John or burn, or you can go to my website at my website. It's, uh, really talks about my, um, you know, my, uh, my business coaching and how I can help others, but it, you sure can click on there and, and contact, um, get contact information for whatever it might be. If you want more tips on health and wellness, you can connect with me there. If you have a business that you need to grow, um, personally or professionally, I can maybe serve you in that need. Um, or if you have some issues or, or challenges, uh, or some suggestions needed for your nonprofit, I've, I've got, um, you know, a little more than 25 years experience in that as well. So uh, Kelly at kellyjohnerburn.com, easiest way, no hyphens or spaces, just, uh, or go to kellyjohnerburn.com. I'm not too hard, I'm not too hard to find. Yeah. And we'll have the, the spelling for that in the show description too. So the listeners can find that there. Thank you so much, Kelly. This was fabulous. I appreciate you inviting me on. It's always a pleasure, Rachel. I just, uh, I adore you and, and all of the good that you bring into this world and all of the, uh, the good that you share with others for them to be their very best and to be at peace. And yeah. so doggone stressed out. <laughs> Thank you. So thanks for having, having me and, and getting some of that uh, Dr. Rachel love, Reverend Dr. Rachel love. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Kelly. You're a doll. Hey listeners, my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You is now on Amazon. Chapter by chapter, this book will help you free the mind, free the body, free the God self, free you, free others, free our intuition. Gosh, chapter by chapter, it keeps going. My hope is that it speaks to your soul and helps you heal and become free from the inside out. And I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance to download and to subscribe for some other awesome features, go to www.rachelapp.com. And if you want more information about my favorite tools for transformation and radiance, go to my website at www.drrachelw.com. Enter your name and email, and I will send you Rachel's nine happiness and healing essentials. I know in that I talk about the wellness company that Kelly and I were talking about today, and I would love... Um, for you to get more information on that and to heal your homes and your families from the inside out. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.